dirty. But it's not going to be the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same now. I'm so mad. Oh, I can't remember the last time I was angry with you. Tell them what you did. Tell them. I stopped as soon as I screwed up the opening. But this is Sports Movie Minute Podcast Space Jam Edition. The podcast where we talk about the movie Space Jam minute by minute. We are your hosts, Chris and Kayla. And I checked out. I've checked out. I'm so upset. There was a wonderful back and forth. He cursed a little bit. He had a panic. Oh, I said he had to keep going. After I'd already stopped. After you'd already stopped. Well, I, I apologize. Like, I feel like we've betrayed our listeners. We said that we would never, that we would never edit. We did. And we didn't wow. edit. We stopped and we continued. So. Well, oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't edit it out. So. No, this is supposed to be a great minute. This is this is our Bugs Bunny minute. It is. And and it just started off so poorly. Let's try and get bring it back, shall we? <sighs> so this is minute fourteen. This minute begins with the aliens looking for Bugs Bunny, and it ends with a very upsetting close up of Pound, the orange alien. Correct. What would you like to talk about first in this minute? Do we go straight to start? I'm so disappointed. I can barely, I can barely stand it. You've got to, you've got to begin. (laughs) So, I think we decided this is going to be the minute where we talk about bugs. Yeah, we start from the top. Correct. So, what happens first? What happens first? You have to go in chronological order (laughs) of the of the movie. Yes, I know. You're the uh, the chronological order setter, usually, so... Yes. Do you know what happens first? <laughs> I do indeed. So, we finished off with the Elmer Thud getting squashed, essentially, and... Um, no, we finished off with, with the With Bugs to yeah. Mm-hmm. And in this minute, the aliens walk down the ramp and confront bugs and we find out that they're actually very diminutive. It's a tongue twister. It's not. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Um <laughs> you've thrown me. Yes, I know. You oh, you've thrown me. You've thrown me. You paused the great the great dynamic. I'm very sad. But onwards and upwards, as I say. We can't. Uh, That's enough of your aggressive hand gestures. <laughs> the attitude problem is real. Yes, it is indeed. Okay, you know what? I've had I've had two sips of my beverage. <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get over it. Maybe, but this will come up in the future. Believe you me. All right, so let's go in chronological order. They come down and they say we seek the one they call Bugs Bunny. Yes. And now, my questions begin. How the F do they not know what Bugs Bunny looks like? They chose him from off the TV. He was on the television. It's an interesting question that you posed. I'm furious about this. They watched the cartoons and they said, oh, we want the Looney Tunes. As if they don't know who Bugs Bunny is. Well, yeah. Major plot flaw right there. Huge plot hole. Huge plot hole. I'm furious. And also, and then he says, oh, does he hop around like this? And he hops around on four legs? Literally not one time in this entire film 
Is that how Bugs Bunny goes from point A to point B? He walks on two legs like a human being. Yes, he does indeed. His legs are extraordinarily long as well. You mean relative to like a rabbit doesn't have like an actual rabbit? Correct. Yes. Yes, they are because he's like he's a person. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the teeth as well. He's supposed to have four teeth, as we discovered in the previous episode, but it doesn't quite look like there's four there. No, he's got just two. Well, those aren't incisors that he's got that they're showing. No. Do you know what incisors are? Are they meant to be the, the... They're the ones that look like fangs, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So those aren't even showing. Well, yeah, another uh, fatal flaw. Maybe not fatal, but another flaw. You're right. You're right. You know, in the last movie that I watched, I didn't see Scarlett Johansson's four incisors, so I'm not actually sure that she's a human. <laughs> fatal flaw of the movie. It's a serious, it's a legitimate, legitimate question to ask. If Scarlett Johansson is a human... <laughs> you make a valid point. I'm, <laughs> I'm so confused about where your head's at right now. You you, you messed up the intro and now. I know. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to recover because you then you threw me because like, she was, was like I think she's going to strangle me on the table. It's like I feel so terrible now. <laughs> As you should. It was a, it was a, uh, it was an accident. I stopped and I'm like oh shit like oh, oh. I think when. And, 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 just now, and now we're cursing. And now no, we're cursing. All over the place. This is an absolute mess. This is this is almost worse than when you messed up the quote. Yeah. No, that's always going to be the worst. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Anyway, so he says, does he have big long ears like this? Does he hop around like this? Then imitates himself never having ever hopped that way in mm. his general existence. And then we get the line. The famous line. Most yes. famous. Are you re- could you be referring to what's up, Doc? I could, but I can only refer to it if um, you refer to it in the proper accent. <laughs> I don't think that's going to Excuse me. I've some quote time at least five times on this podcast thus far. The least we can do is give the... And refused ever since to repeat it. That's because I've not been drunk enough since then. <laughs> well, maybe I'm not drunk <laughs> enough to do what's up, Doc. You know what? I'm not, I'm not even asking. I'm actually just telling you. Um, Give it a go. Give it a go. (laughs) (laughs) You are bright. I've never been so anxious. Uh, What's up? (laughs) (laughs) She's torturing me right now. This is punishment for screwing up at the start. Oh, don't do it because it'll just embarrass all of us involved. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> so, did you do you have any information on the saying? Well, apparently it's a, was uh, quite common in Texas. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. And I was trying to think of like what what sayings were popular where I grew up that if I put them in something that you know in fifty years might not be like a might not be commonly used anymore and mm. therefore a bit confusing. I mean, you're Australian, so basically everything that you guys say is made up anyway, and I don't know that it Made up. Do like we what? need to have a chat about squidgery ditch? There is literally is squidgery ditch? Exactly. Mm. You know what, Arch Barker, I hope you're listening, and if you're not, I'm going to send you this podcast so that you... I need, I need you to back me up here. <laughs> Australians just make things up willy-nilly with expressions 
and everyone is supposed to just know what it means automatically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Do you disagree? Well, I, but I think that most of the time they're pretty self-explanatory. Like one of your favorite ones. We're not here to something spiders. spiders. Yeah. You're gonna have to put basketballs all dribbling all over this podcast anyway. There'll so be a lot of basketballs. Just remember that. It would just be like one continuous dribble. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're not here to put put what is it? Put socks on the centipedes? No. Mm. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> but these are nonsensical statements. No. Yeah. One of my favorites, off like a bride's nighty, meaty cornercelebrations.com. That literally means absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's probably stretching a bit, isn't it? That's not. But it's like an active thing that was all over my Facebook for like six freaking months. Mm. All of you Australians. Meaty. You just like to take things and run with it sometimes. With nonsense. Correct. Anyway. Well, see, you were supposed to be on my side with this being like, oh, yes, you're right. Australians do make up sayings. But alas, I've had to actually explain it to you, and so now it's not. We're even, very defensive we about sayings. You don't. This is a stressful episode already. <laughs> so okay, we're moving on past what's up, Doc. Did you have any information on the? Uh, it happened one night. I did not. Oh. You enlighten us. I can enlighten you. Because what's up, Doc, is, you know, that's the first thing that comes up when you Google what's up, Doc, is that yeah. it came from Tex Avery because he's from Texas. Yes, that's correct. the opening line. Yeah. So I delved a little deeper. Very good. You're a digger. Yeah, yeah, to the bottom of the Wikipedia page. Mm. And that stance that he does, like that casual, nonchalant stance, mm. is from the movie It Happened One Night, which stars one of the oh, greatest looking men to ever have existed on planet Earth. Well... Documented. I'm sure that there were some lovely ones prior to photos, but you know, whatever. Um, Clark Gable. And there's a scene where he's leaning up against a fence and he's eating carrots. There you go. Mm-hmm. And so that is where that's from. God bless you, Clark Gable. It's fantastic. Congratulations to you. Give you a dollar if you can tell me a movie that Clark Gable is in. Oh, dear. It's a big one. Really big one. Just start with... I'm not playing that game. You should know. I should know, correct. Clark Gable. Yes, okay. Give me a, a year. No. <laughs> well, you should know a year. Do you remember? Do you know when Bugs Bunny debuted? Uh, officially, it was 1940. 1938. Yeah, okay. Close. Okay. So, if we start developing him for a little bit. Yep. And obviously, it's a film, so yep. I'm talking about the 20s here. No. Uh, I don't have an answer for you. It's gone with the wind. Oh. Indeed. <laughs> have you seen it? Uh, a very long time ago, yes. I had a, a fever. I was um, rugged up on the couch and I didn't have any choice over what was on the TV at the time. So mum and uh, sister took over and clearly didn't take a hell of a lot in. Especially that Clark Gable was in it, which is literally the one of the only redeeming factors. It's all about like racism yeah. um, and slavery. But that's where his stance is from. All right, do you want to go through Bugs Bunny fun facts? Mm. All right, you go first. We'll alternate. Okay. Until someone runs out. Uh, so be a little bit speedier. Yeah, I know. So, uh, so Mel Blanc 
um, who who vo- voiced Bugs Bunny. Actually, you said blank. Blank. I said blank. Blank blank. Well, I'm just asking. You'd say blank. Obviously. Yeah, originally when I, when I read it, but yeah. Anyway, carry on. Um, actually, eight carrots by voicing. Voicing Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. Did you know that there was a rumor that he was allergic to carrots? Really? I did not know that, actually. We are going back and forth with fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bugs Bunny, along with Mickey Mouse, were the first two animals to get a star on the Hollywood um, Walk of Fame. He was the second to get his star. Mickey Mouse was first. There you go. Uh, Charlie Chaplin inspired Bugs Bunny's personality. I didn't know that. Um, he, his, he debuted in a short called Porky's Hair Hunt. Hmm. Bugs Bunny was the first cartoon character to ever appear on a stamp. Porky's Hair Hunt, where we go on this for a little bit, was basically a ripoff of Porky's Duck Hunt, which is where God. Daffy Duck debuted. Is there any uh, integrity in the cartoon industry? There's not. They basically said, oh, can you just replicate Daffy Duck but make it a rabbit? <laughs> thus Bugs Bunny was born. Crazy. Uh, the name came from his animator. Um, in 1938, Ben Bugs Hardaway was redesigning a new rabbit character. A fellow employee casually referred to a drawing as Bugs Bugs Bunny with a apostrophe. It's terrible when you read directly from an article. <laughs> as I'm That's watching you fact. do actively. I'm just sharing that with you. Did you know that Bugs Bunny was used in World War II propaganda? Really? Mm-hmm. I know, it's actually on that article that you're reading. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's the marine part, yeah. That's uh, all the fun okay, facts. Okay, well, I'll go on. I will go on. Because I was actually offended that he was used in World War II propaganda. And it was because, and this is what I find very interesting, the most athletic adults watched Bugs Bunny. The most athletic adults. Yes. So, you know, we, we, I guess the website is linked to our LinkedIn pages anyway, so people can easily figure out where we work. But could you hear that? Yes. <laughs> Did the microphone just hear my burp? Yes. That's gross. Ew. Let's edit that out. Since nah. we're editing things now. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm so disappointed. But then regardless, regardless. Um, so we, we work a lot in sponsorship and, we do a lot with TV audience and broadcasts and things. And one of the things that we do is we identify programs or um, venues for brands to access their target audience. And I just kept thinking to myself, can you imagine what would happen if the government came to us and said, we need to recruit more soldiers. We want to you know, uh, target this specific group of, let's say, men aged 18 to 34 who work out at least three times a week. And the result was... Oh, okay. So you needed to use Peppa Pig in all of your marketing. <laughs> That's almost the equivalent. That's how I feel about wow. it. No? Yeah, no. You make a valid point. It's, um, yeah. Imagine if they tried to do that these days. To They use Bugs Bunny to recruit people or an equivalent to the army or something like that. Why not? Hmm. Why would you, though? Why wouldn't you? That's what I'm saying. Like, I just find it to be interesting because it's blatantly for kids. Although we did talk last time about how dark it got to be. But why not? They use 
everything in terms of recruiting and promotion. I can't use a cartoon. Yeah, fair enough. I don't think I think they would be pretty upset if they did though. Why? What? Well, because it's a cartoon trying to recruit people to go to war. Well, there was yeah, there was a little bit different though back in the yonder year because they did like I said it was it wasn't necessarily just for recruitment; it was for propaganda. Like there were episodes or Looney Tunes sh- shorts made where he's like fighting the Japanese people, which have since been banned because they're super racist. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Different era. Mm. Wildly different era. And, but one of my favorites, so he was, he was a mascot for an army airfield and he's actually been promoted through the ranks of the military. Interesting. Yeah. So this has been like a thing for Bugs Bunny. For him to be, because you know, there's that even, and it actually happens later on in this. Oh, we talked about this way too early where he's marching in front of the American flag wearing an officer's uniform. Mm. Do you remember that scene? Not off the top of my head, I must admit. Oh, shame. Rewatch, rewatch. <laughs> rewatch before we reach that part, oh I'll tell God. you. Yeah, but there's, yeah, so there is that scene, which I thought was, which I actually completely forgot about until I'm just going through it now. But yeah, he was a, he was a Marine. Strong uh, war theme throughout. Mm. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about for Bugs Bunny? Um... More a more generalized uh, comment on rabbits in relation to Bugs Bunny. So rodents in the last episode and rabbits in this episode. Oh, that's right. You wanted to talk about how they have long ears. Uh, no, actually, no. Oh, we did. could. Yeah, well, I did, but no, that's not the point that I was going to bring up. So, um, so the whole carrot thing. So, turns out that rabbits should not be eating lots of carrots at all. Rabbits are actually bad for their diet. Because they are, are actually bad for their diet. Yeah, they're high in sugar and should uh, only be fed to rabbits in small amounts. So, realistically, Bugs Bunny wouldn't have, in real life, wouldn't have lived a very long life at all if he was eating carrots all the time. He would have. He just celebrated his 75th blood birthday. Blood sugar. Blood sugar, yeah. I did read that. His blood sugar level would have been through the roof. How appropriate that we be podcasting today. Yeah. Well, but you know, I told you about Ricky Barracuda, didn't I? Mm-mm. 100% I told you about Ricky Barracuda because I talk about him with shocking, like, all the time. I bring him up whenever I can. My sister's pet rat. Uh, You've heard this story about a million times. But I'm going to tell it anyway because I think tell it's Tell it to the listeners. Violence. It's not about me. It's about the listeners. Well, you would probably argue against that. Um, so in the vein of rabbits not shouldn't be eating carrots, my sister had a pet rat. Mm. And at the time, I think, oh, God, I can't. I'm probably really going to butcher this in terms of timeline. But I'm pretty sure my nephew was about two when she had him. When she had my, not when she had my nephew, when she had my her pet rat. So my sister, sorry, this is my baby sister had the pet rat. My older sister had the son. So it was my sister's nephew. Yes. Yes, both of our, both of our nephews. Well, this is a little bit confusing. I've got too many siblings. That's for certain. Two? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I know, but now it's confusing. Like, my sister and my nephew, I'm not talking about my sister's kid. I'm talking about... Yeah, okay, yeah. My other sister's kid. Yeah. But anyway, so we were teaching my nephew all these things about, okay, so what do dogs like to eat? What do cats like to eat? And, you know, we're just teaching him, like, basic, like, really basic stuff. 
Like, what do cows eat? They eat grass. <laughs> what do horses they eat? They eat hay. What do rats eat? And he said cheese. And my baby sister just absolutely lost her mind. And she was like, no. <laughs> no, they don't. Rats do not eat cheese. Rats eat grapes. Crack skinless grapes. Skinless grapes. Fancy. Crackers and peanut butter. <laughs> and she was like, I've been trying to feed my rat cheese for years and he won't eat cheese. Wow. So she fed him skinless, skinless grapes. grapes. Talk about a fancy rat. I know. He was such a fancy rat. Later on in this in this podcast, maybe I'll tell the story about um, the leash and his final moments on Earth. But, yeah. Man, oh, man. Don't, um, don't believe everything you see in cartoons. Don't believe the hype, peeps. No. Don't believe the hype. But even that's actually a thing, isn't it? Is like don't during believe the hype. The, <laughs> is that during the Easter season, they tell, because now, you know, like when back in Easter with the Easter bunny, they, there's always like an influx of people who are buying like little bunnies for their kids. Mm. And now they're like really trying to battle against that because they're like, no, this is like, but rabbits are expensive to have as pets and they don't eat carrots. So like you have to yeah. buy them food. Yeah. Yeah. This is a big thing. Stupid bugs bunny just... Teaching, you know, trying to get people to go to war, battling, battling against the Japanese. Yeah. In, inappropriately teaching children what to feed rabbits. There's a lot of things going on there. I, yeah. There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. So. I've been talking for a long time, and it seems as though you're out of content. <laughs> so. I'm just so enthralled by the, the rat stories. Oh, like I said, I, one episode, and we'll save it for later. This is a teaser. Mm. I'll tell you about his final moments on Earth. Mm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. You should, because it's a great story. It's almost as good as The Leash. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. The Leash is almost as good as it. Okay. All right. You do your quote time. I'll do my quote Good time. luck. <laughs> good luck. Uh, let's go with the German God of Basketball. A quote from the German God of Basketball, uh, Dirk Nowitzki today. To me, Jordan is the God of Basketball, and I think he always will be. 